The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. Welcome back to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Oh, we got a doozy today. Don't we just? We're doing uh, um, our second shot at this. Yes. The first shot, Mother Nature got in our way in a major way. big way. (laughs) That day. Yes. But, yeah. So, let's just get right into it. This is, oh. So, Chrissy, today's episode brought to you by... By the number one best tasting shake on the planet, Uncle Steve's Shakes. Uncle Steve's Shake is handmade, hand measured, hand mixed, and hand packed. Uncle Steve's Shake is made with the finest of ingredients and comes in 30. Wait, wait, are we on 14 now? Has Cajun been released? Yes. We are now Cajun is on the market. 14 amazing flavors, including the newest. Is it Texas Cajun? Texas Cajun in CJ's West Coast They are the two new ones. Uh, we also include the competition line and the incredible dessert shake. And don't forget the newest edition, which we just mentioned, so I'll have to rewrite my ad. But that's fine. Oh, no, I'm talking about the sauce with no name. It's not a shake. It's a sauce. It's great. That's right. No matter what you're eating, Uncle Steve has a shake for it and a sauce now. If you have any questions, Uncle Steve has great customer service because it is Uncle Steve. And he's going to help you with all your shake needs. Go to UncleStevesShake.com to order your shakes today. Also on the website, you're going to find a fantastic amount of shake tips and recipes. You'll be amazed at just how versatile Uncle Steve's shakes are. And while you're online, head on over to the Facebook page and join Uncle Steve's Shake Nation to stay up to date with all the latest creations made using Uncle Steve's shakes. And maybe share some of your own. It's time to step up your backyard barbecue, folks, and your competition barbecue game with Uncle Steve's Shake. Shake some on what? (laughs) Everything. Everything. Today, also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether I'm barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today, I am smoking the Arturo Fuente Double Chateau. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Today's show also brought to you by Magna Chef Gloves. Whether you're the family grill master or a professional pit master, quality tools make it easy for you to be your best on that grill. Longtime firefighter and founder of Magna Chef, Alan Fontaine knows a thing or two about fire management. He designed the Magna Chef Gloves and the Freedom Barbecue Gloves for you to get in and out of fast. With the magnetic swivel plates, you can easily slip in and out of these gloves. They'll keep your hands cool and allow you to cook and grill safely no more getting stuck in hot gloves depending on your glove preference magna chef offers two fantastic options for you the first is the classic magna chef barbecue glove made of food grade silicon web fit for a firm grip dishwasher safe one size fits all heat rated up to 500 degrees fahrenheit and comes in five amazing colors and they also offer the freedom barbecue glove that's a more traditional five finger flexible and pliable grip a 14-inch long cuff to protect your forearms. Made of heat-resistant neoprene, heat 
heat rated up to 932 degrees Fahrenheit. These gloves help extend your time over that fire. Both styles of the MagnaChef gloves are great for barbecue and kitchen use. Head on over to MagnaChef.com today. That's M-A-G-N-E Chef.com and order yourself both pairs today. And at the checkout, make sure you use the promo code FREEDOMLIVES for 10% off your order. MagnaChef barbecue gloves, master the fire. Freedom barbecue gloves, take a stand, free your hand. <coughs> it's your turn. My turn. Uh, <laughs> last but certainly not least, custom cutting boards are us.com. Ian Hemming out of Magnolia, Texas, is creating what I consider the Yeti of cutting boards. These boards take an absolute beating from the dishwasher board, which is your standard countertop size board, to the absolutely massive 18 by 36 inch brisket board. And for all our pizza cooks now, he's got you covered too with the pizza board for that perfect even slice every time. Check them out at customcuttingboardsrus.com. Deep lip reservoirs, UV protected, they're sturdy, the rubber grips on the bottom, so even on a wet surface, the board will not slide on you. No accidental, no more nicks and cuts because the board slipped on you. None of that. He took it all into consideration. Engraving is available, so you want to put your, your comp team name or anything you want on there, he can take care of for you. Check him out at CustomCuttingBoardsRS.com. Tell him I sent you. That is CustomCuttingBoardsRS.com. That's the letter R, us.com. All right, let's go. Gray, what's up? Chris Rosinski, Matt Pereira. Matt, won't be long now, brother. Countdown has begun. Brother Randy, Robert Efren, what's happening? Chris Sandor, Weber Kettleheads in the house. All right, I'm excited to speak with this gentleman, a true legend in the barbecue world, um, and other worlds. He has his hands in so many other avenues, it is, it's mind-blowing. But we're going to get into all of that, so ladies and gentlemen, with over 140 first-place calls over 80 grand and reserve grand champions. Wow. 2012 American Royal winner. Grand or reserve grand in 34% of all contests wow. he has entered in his career. Founder of King of the Smoker. Ladies and gentlemen, from Big Papa Smokers, the one and only Mr. Sterling Ball. Sterling, how are you? I'm great. I timed this to be home just the right time, and I'm in a parking lot with my phone wedge <laughs> and my steering wheel. <laughs> oh, nothing. It's not, a space, it's not a space capsule. It just looks like one. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Sterling, thank you so much for uh, taking the time. Also, thank you so much for uh, being flexible with our little Mother Nature incident when we first had you scheduled. <laughs> she, Mother Nature dumped like three feet of snow on us that afternoon. <laughs> so it was, was not pretty, but, uh, you know, thank you for being so flexible. Um, first off, if any of our listeners in here 
live under a rock. Um, can you please, you know, quickly tell who you are, who is Sterling Ball, how you got into barbecue, and the uh, in the journey so far. We might have to do part two with just the introduction here. <laughs> well, no, I uh, look. I I was born into a musical family. I mean, my great grandfather wrote when Irish eyes were smiling. My grandfather was a, a big Hawaiian music catalog. My grandmother, a, a prolific jazz pianist. My dad was a staff guitarist at Disney and everything. Whenever you saw Mickey Mouse surfing and the steel guitar was Hawaiian guitar, that was my dad. Uh, we all played. I played on Grammy-winning records, um, but not that many. But I, I, I can say that every record I've ever played on until I released my own were nominated for a Grammy. But there was only three. <laughs> three more than I got. <laughs> yeah, I know, but no, I, that's just kind of fun. But so I've been in a musical life, and my dad started a musical product company, Ernie Ball, where yep. we make um, uh, you know, thousands of products for the guitar. And that's been my main thing and my main emphasis. And, you know, I went into that. I took it over when I was 22. Um, and now my sons are running, my, especially in particular my son, Brian, a CEO. But, you know, I've designed and made products from everybody from Andy Van Halen to Keith Richards to Molly Crew, John Mayer. It's kind of, if you ever look at the back of an Ernie Ball Spring set, yeah. it's sort of an impressive roster. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's it's a great, listen, it's my life. It's a great company. It's uh, full of really talented and kind and hardworking people. And uh, so in anticipation of kind of getting ready for getting ready for the next generation, I've, I've always cooked and I bought my son a, a smoker. And I bought one for myself and I bought one for myself so I could show him how to use it. Otherwise it'd be collect dust. And so I started buying a whole bunch of them and then, the guys from Ernie Ball in the facilities would be setting them up in the backyard. And they, they came to me and said, we want to, um, you've heard the story before that we want to compete. I go, that's a dumb idea. <laughs> what, why on God's green earth do you want to go to some parking lot and have strangers subjectively judge your food? And that's not me. Well, I coached them and I kind of had fun. And then they were all younger and, they were starting to have kids and their their wives wouldn't let them do it. I want to do this. So I uh, first year by myself was 2012. It was actually Jody Clark who started it with me. He was there at the Royal. Uh, the first year I was the head cook, we were fortunate enough to win the Royal. Um, it's still an unbelievable memory. And, you know, winning a major, and you know, that, there weren't many majors when I won them now. There are quite a few majors, but that's mm -hmm. another subject. Um, you don't realize the first year is pretty cool, but each year that goes by, it really does become something uh, more special to you. Yeah. You see, we were able to, so we started competing, and uh, a really important part of the competing was um, we were on the Vans Warp Tour. Did you ever go on the Warp Tour? Yes. As a kid? Yep. Okay, well, we did. We did sound and production for 36 bands. A day we created and built the stages, and people in the Ernie Ball Battle of the Bands could play on it. So, like Katy Perry played our stage, Eminem, all the people that came up through uh, the Warp Tour. And I needed a truck driver. 
So I went to HR Ernie Ball. I said, look, everybody's left me. I still want to cook. I need somebody to drive the rig there and then get out of my way. Well, she says, okay, you can have anybody but James Perez. Okay, tell James to be there at noon. Um, <laughs> and James, now, contrary to all the internet BS, James had never cooked an egg before. And he was supposed to get out of the way, and he said he's watching me. And I said, do you kind of like this? He goes, yeah. It's okay, cool. Because you're really supposed to be sleeping, so you don't fall asleep driving the truck home. Yeah. Um, so I show up to the next contest, and he's rearranged everything that I do, but in a really smart way. I said, wow, James, do you know how to cook? He goes, no. So would you like to learn? So I said, yeah. So I said, well, James, I'm going to teach you how to cook competition chicken. We're going to cook two batches of competition chicken. I'm going to judge both of them. If I think you're better, I'll be honest. I'll turn yours in. Well, damn it. The second time he does it, we turn his in and he gets a 180. Okay. <laughs> now, up to then, that was back when 180s weren't like, bubblegum you know yeah i think we got the first 180 in california that was ever given you know like 2005 or something no 2004 14 or something i mean 700 and 180s weren't common last weekend just to do it there were 14 700s and i think 20 180s there's six or seven six or seven comps including one in oklahoma with 15 teams and a seven 700 so that's some really good cooking or some interesting, the judging might be changing a little bit. Yeah. But so anyway, um, the second time James got a second place. Uh, and so, so James, you're now cooking the chicken. So I season James trims and fixes the chicken. I season it and I build the box and James does the chicken. I do the rest of it. But the partnership with James made it really easy and more fun. And he listened to me instead of, the younger guys have kind of a tendency to argue about things. James would just kind of do it. And I think we got to really, like if James decided to quit tomorrow, I'd probably quit. Yeah. Only because I don't want to break anybody else again, but the run we had was pretty good and pretty fun. Absolutely. Pretty rewarding. Oh, for sure. And, you know, and if I'm not mistaken, you and James actually practice cook once a week. Yeah. Yeah. Still, it's that, you know, that's. Well, th- there's no contest out here. Yeah. And I'm, I'm still doing it. I mean, James, we're doing some uh, some spots for uh, Tyson uh, tomorrow. So, James, I'm at the beach. James is in the desert. So, James will come over and we'll do, we're doing three TV spots. But then next week, we're back to working on the craft. Look, let me tell you something. I use the word craft and also use the word process. And barbecue, that's really important. And I'll, one of the things I learned from designing guitars, from playing on records, from doing the different things I've done, is that everything's important. And in order for you to really make sure you get everything right, you got to make sure you understand all the things. So the process and journey of competition barbecue, and the one I had, I wouldn't trade for anybody because there were no classes when I started. The internet, I mean, shiggin was a dirty word. Now shiggin is kind of like Merry Christmas. You know? yeah. Wait, I can't say Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. <laughs> I'm not going to get you canceled, me canceled. But, uh, if I haven't oh, got me canceled yet, you're good. 
<laughs> and, uh, oh, geez, you're saying, you got a burning turd on the air. It's perfect. <laughs> so anyway, um, I think it's great the way it is now. I'm not a curmudgeon that says, you know, pe- people can be instant champions and that's good for the sport. Um, they can be, they follow the program. They may not know what to happens if some, what to do if something happens in their group. But, you know, I created the, my own flavors and I was very fortunate. We were cooking in a place called Wildemar, California, and a guy named Scott Nelson, who not enough people know, but at the time he had swine assassins, and after that he was pigskin. Scott was one of the most creative cooks and an absolute murderer. He was so good. Well, he's at Wildemar, and this is before our first win. And I've got double secret. I got a half a bottle of it. It's a prototype. He comes by and says, what's that stuff? He goes, man, I love it. I go, well, just take it. I've already used it. So he goes, he does really well. We get our first win. Goes back to Iowa, wins with it. Tells the people in Iowa, big pump of smokers. At that time, the Iowa wave, a lot of people don't know there was there was an Iowa wave. That, you know, Smokey D's, of course. Yep. You know, the goat. But there was Lucky's too. There was... Big teas, there was pig skin, there was, um, and I don't want to forget all of them, but I'm slipping on some of them. I apologize, it's it's, it's a senior moment, but um, Tippy Canoe. Um, anyway, they dominated, but they all started using Big Pop. And from there, that got Iowa built Big Pop of Smokers in competition. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm starting to do pretty good out in California. So it, it kind of kind of went from there, and we're still still sell a lot of stuff to competition barbecues. Yeah. Now, now that was now. How many? What is the number of of your line now? Of of seasons, you know, you got the cash cow, the cow prod, you know. Yeah, uh, for fourteen, I think. Um, but you know, I have things that aren't for competition barbecue. Uh, because I cook all the time. I don't know if you follow my social media, but one of the things people assume that that stuff's cooked by somebody else or I'm pinching it off a Shutterstock, everything on my website, I cook. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to Big Spopper Smokers on Instagram, like right now, I think this week they're posting the double cut Chairman's Reserve Pork Chop Sweet Money uh, with Sweet Money Compound Butter on a bed of Jack Daniels applesauce. Oof. It's pretty, it was pretty good. Yes, but please. But all that stuff. Gets, and the other thing that's interesting is that 90% of the food on my sites I've never cooked before. It's an idea I get. Okay. And then I go to the market. And so that's, that's so fun to me. The process is so fun of creating something out of your head. And so I really enjoy that. Yeah. We got a, we got a, a comment here from Chris Rosinski. Uh, local local guy, uh, local comps in in the area that uh, that he uses your drum kits for um, for all the all the drum builds he's done. You know, great products. You know, yeah. Thank you. Listen, if I could only have one cooker, it'd be a drum. There's no question. Yeah, Desert Isle cookers would be a drum, and second would probably be a Weber kettle. Interesting, interesting, yeah. So, you you do a lot of uh, a lot of social media and uh, anti social media. <laughs> There's no such thing as 
there's no such thing as social media. True, anymore. true. Um, but you, you're, you're, you're filming almost every day, if I'm not mistaken. I'm doing three content pieces a week, at least. Oof. You know, which is a lot of for a content creator and filmer. That's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. And I try not to jump on the trends. Yeah. Um, you know, like right now this week, everybody's cooking the smash burger taco. Yeah. I I don't have to do that. Enough people have done it. Look, I got a lot of frustrations with the way influences and ambassadors have gone. and um, But that's maybe just me. And, but I'd like to see more innovation. I'd like to see more people that can really cook. Or I'd like to see the people that really can cook be even bigger. Like, personally, I think Danielle uh, DivaQ is one of the all-time greats. We came up at the same time. Yeah. And she's the most capable cook out there. She doesn't rip people off. She does her own thing. And I really, really admire her. And I, I think she kind of likes my cooking, too. Uh, she's better than me, though. But uh, but it's it's interesting. And we were on Pitmasters together. Yeah. Season two. And, uh, you know, I think Danielle, I mean, if you're looking at some of these people, don't, don't overlook Diva Q. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She is, she's no, no nonsense. First and foremost, she tells you how it is, whether you like it or not. And, oh, I know. you yeah. know, when, when we had it, when, when I, when, when she was on the show before, or oh, we had, we had a grand time and she's like, Oh, I can smoke cigars. Yeah, I go. Go ahead, go get you. Oh, this is fantastic! She, she ran off uh, she, and we would, we would, we just had a time. It was, it was a great interview. But yeah, she's no nonsense, straight business, and you know, you could really see that from, you know, from her interviews to like you said on Pitmasters, you see footage, or you at a, at a, um, you know, you're somewhere where she's she's doing a demonstration. When it's when it's time to work, she is all business. She doesn't got time to mess around. She it's got to be this way, and that's it. And you know, it's it's inspiring, really. Yeah, you know, I think Tuffy. I love. I really love Tuffy. And uh, actually, if I can ever edit it, we did a we did a uh, we shot a, a fun little show, and it's called The Professor and Papa, and. Yep. Uh, we went to the market. We weren't allowed to have any preconceived ideas. It's not Iron Chef, but we just collaborated and cooked. I had the senior uh, art director at Vans filming one camera only, and I just got to get around to editing it. But I think it's really cool because I think what it does is it really – I'll tell you right away. People say, what's the best part about barbecue? They answer the people. Okay. What's the worst, what's part, the worst about part about barbecue? The people. <laughs> okay, no, because there's there is an ugly side. Never, yeah. I prefer to to focus on on the good side. But here's the deal: if it wasn't through a passion and a shared love of cooking, creating, and the process, a guy like Tuffy Stone and I are never going to have anything in common. Never get along. I mean, and instead, I could go and film with Tuffy and uh, I'm not saying I'm his equal, but I think he has a lot of respect for me as a cook too. Otherwise he wouldn't do it. But I mean, it's really cool. The people I've met, but the, the people I end up doing these collaborations with and, you know, 
I mentioned Diva, I mentioned Tuffy. I, um, you know, there's so many, so many good people out there. Yeah, it's and that was one of my questions because I, I had heard about the uh, uh, Pupper and Professor project. And yeah, I, 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 I can't wait to see that. That's got to be absolutely tremendous. You know, we're going to be watching the both years. I hope it got, it's not slick. We didn't want it to be slick. We wanted it to be it kind of, it almost sounds like just a bad cliche, but sort of the fly on the wall. It's sort of the just, here's what's happening. and Like like know. real raw footage. Well, yeah, but, but look at Tuffy and I laugh a lot. We talk about serious things. But we'll give each other a little trouble. I might, I might be a little more aggressive on the trouble part than he is. <laughs> He's a gentleman and a Marine. I'm a musician and a heathen. So, uh... <laughs> That's where it goes. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, Sterling, um, Billy Gillespie from Smoking Hogs says hello. I love Billy. Hi, Billy. Yep. Billy, uh, Billy's right I, there in the chat. Get, yeah, and listen, Billy's a great example of a just wonderful cook with the right attitude and always welcoming and... Um, a barbecue could use more bills. Yep. And fresh off a reserve grand this past weekend at the Hogs for Heroes down in Jamestown, Rhode Island. So congratulations, Billy. And I'll uh, yes. I'll be I'll be cooking along in the field with Billy and a few of the other guys, you know, uh, Matt and uh, you know, Matt and the boys, everybody. Chris on um, on the first weekend in June at the Granite State Barbecue Championship, which is uh, just going to be a good time. Um, it's a it's a Jack Daniels a, Auto. Auto, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. we have one in Nevada coming up, the Jack Auto. Yeah, it's and uh, we don't even know if it's going to be a qualifier. It's only problem. Oh, really? Yeah, look, they got three contests, maybe four. We haven't had it. We give them about every two months now. I'm gonna I'm gonna only be able to cook nine times in California. This year, see, unfortunately, it's not doing well out here. Yeah, dying. they actually, if I'm not not mistaken, didn't they just cancel uh, Canab out in Utah? They they stopped doing yeah, that I, contest. Yeah, we lost, I think, three or four this year. We oh. had, it's been a steady stream, and um, you know, I think there's some things that have to be addressed. Let's see if they get done. But um, you know. And I don't want this show to turn into about that. Barbecue gave me an opportunity to do a lot of things, to meet a lot of people. And to to do something where I wasn't working for my dad. This was me, you know, that that nobody knew me. And I went out there and, you know, winning the Royals in California, you'd think you'd be really, it'd be appreciated. Oh my God, that was a bad thing for a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was that. It's wrong on a lot of fronts. Those people saw, but it's good. And I, like I said, I love the process of cooking. I just can't think anything. Listen, I search for things in my life where you have to be aware of the time on a precise level, but in the big picture, you put your head down, you look up, and two hours went by. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I know exactly that if I'm talking about the turn-in time and all that, or when I'm cooking a big dinner party. Man, or when I play a, when I play a gig and all of us, you know, music's all about timing, but all of a sudden I look up and the first set's over and before you know it, the second set, 
So I like to find things, even though I really should want to save her time. I like to find things where it, they're so entertaining and engrossing that you lose track of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, barbecue. It, it's beautiful in that way. It's in so many ways. And like you said, you lose track of time. And, you know, that's a good thing. Because, you know, I, I've been barbecuing for many years. Off and on, nothing, you know, nothing serious. But then, like, when Pitmasters came out, that's how I really got started. I was sitting around one day, turning through the channel, which is a lot of the guys' stories nowadays, and turned this on, was watching it in the famous last words. I bet I could do that, <laughs> you know. And, and then, it, then, it, then it started from there. And back in 18 is when I really, really got serious into it. I had lost my mother back in April of 18. And I was completely lost. And my wife said, she goes, here, hands me a credit card. Goes, go to the butcher shop. Get whatever the hell you need. And you come out here and you sit out here and you cook this meat, however much meat, till you get right. And that's, you know, I, I went, okay. I go, so I went there, got all types, and I literally sat there for almost two days just cooking meat and just losing myself in the thoughts. And, but like you said, it was, it was almost two full days I sat out there, but it, was, it went like that. A blink of an eye, you just got in this groove, and then I, when I came out of it, it's like, okay. It, it everything made sense to me. It's like, why do I love this thing? Well, I learned a lot of this by watching my mom, you know, cooking as I was growing as a kid, you know. So it was, you know, it was truly a, a bond that, you know, I wish she was around to see what I'm doing now with my barbecue and, you know, a show and meeting so many friends, having an opportunity to speak with you, you know, getting to know all these guys in the chat and do the, do the competitions. And it was all, cut, all for her. And my wife had surprised me last year for my birthday with a custom pit from Backline Fabrication down in Austin, Texas. And they went completely behind my back. I had zero say in any of it. And... My mother always tried to have red hair, and it would always come out purple every time. So she'd have some, some shade of purple. And I, I showed up in Austin with, the, with the, my wife, kids, all the boys, all the Texas boys showed up for a giant party to reveal it. And he rolls it out, and it was the, the 1970s Dodge that plum crazy purple. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know that. that's the that's that's the color of the smoker, and he put a nameplate Miss Mary right on the side of it. So it was a complete dedication to my mother. But like you said, it goes like that, and that was the well, one the moment. Way, were were there allergies going? Did you have to get some Kleenex? Oh, I lost a hundred dollars because he said he yeah. goes, "I will bet you, I'll make you cry." I go, "There's no way in hell." <clears throat> he goes, "I'll bet you a hundred dollars." I'll take that. Yeah. Yep. 
Nope. Handed the $100 bill right over. Chris, Chris Pondo right over to him. I got a picture to prove it with him with his shit-eating grin taking it from me. You know, but, you know, and that was that's all from barbecue. And it, and it absolutely amazes me. And, you know, when I can t- tell these stories and, you know, same as, as you're telling stories, the opportunities it has given us throughout the years, you know, and like I said, I've only eight, four or five years of serious myself, you know, and it, it, it's just amazing. So I can yeah, just well, imagine the story. I'm, first of all, I'm sorry about your mother. I mean, I've lost my mother too, and um, but I celebrate your wife. That's that's really a, a very a very kind woman that really was looking out for her partner. That's oh yeah, yeah. And by the way, meat therapy is very effective. Yeah. That's that smoke. I, I've said it a million times this in podcast video. Man, it's the only time I can un I got a lot of people pulling at me. I mean I'm not saying it's I mean I do. I just I got so many things going on. I mean, I'm working with a little bit with Bill Murray. Uh, you know, that's the trip in itself. Um I'm still doing the competition, the big pop, I'm still doing Ernie Ball. I'm not doing much culinary development for BJ's right now, but, um, I do, I got a lot of, I, there, I'm curious and got a lot of energy still. And I'm kind of have a way of filling the days, but to the greatest time I can relax. And it's an interesting thing because I went to a hobby and a job broke out. Yeah. Okay. And the problem is, is that there's so much pressure for me to do the, the, the content that every once in a while I say, no, not every. I'm not gonna let every cook be a content piece. Yeah. And and but I didn't for a while. I was felt like I had to finish up. And the thing is, the more I do it, the quality. Sometimes I have four cameras going. Okay. And I'm engineering myself. I said, "Yep, hell with that. I'm. Can I, I'm just gonna get my little drink in my chair, or my guitar, and my smoker, and everybody leave me alone." And that drink. So I, I realized that I had to, if I made cooking always about content, it would affect my love for it. Yeah. Yeah. And that drink, that would happen to be a Big Papa? Yeah. You know about Big Papa's? The top of Chico and Cranberry. Of course I do. Doesn't everybody know? Yes. (laughs) Well, I think it's funny. You know, I'm an ambassador for Topo Topo Chico, and I've given them a bunch of content. They haven't, I'm too old. They won't run it. Oh no, kid! It's pretty funny. Oh yeah, but you know, I also think it's funny that um, my whole life I was warned about drinking water when I'm in Mexico, and now you pay extra for Chupo Chico <laughs> buying Mexican water, water. Yeah. without being political. You know, with uh, the thing that shocked me the most with what's going on in the beer industry is I was shocked to hear that the number two beer about to be the number one beer in America. Can you guess what it is? Uh it's got to be uh, like a Modelo or. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. You got that because really Modelo came from out of nowhere. They invested heavily in UFC and sports Yeah. and they embraced selling to men. Uh, and uh, I think it's, a, I think that's kind of crazy that the number two, and, you know, I don't drink anymore. I used to drink. And, um, and by the way, it wasn't, I've served on addiction boards and stuff. 
I didn't have that kind of problem, but I realized that at 52 years old that I had, that I couldn't do everything that was in my head and drink. Mm-hmm. I'd be the guy that's, that's talking about it instead of doing it. So I woke up one morning and told my wife, I think I quit drinking and she spit her tea on the counter. She left for it. And I never had another drink. And that was 16 years ago. So I drink big papas. Um, I, uh, I like it, but I, I think it's funny. I can't get Topo Chico to run anything to save my life. <laughs> uh, you know, the Cake Wars people were going to do a TV show. And I did a sizzle reel for them. They called me back and said, you are hysterical. You're a force of nature. You're a great cook. You're too old. Wow. I said, what? I said, could you tell a woman she's too old? No, you're not a woman. That's okay. <laughs> Fair That's enough. Fine. So <laughs> you, you know what happened from then on? You notice you haven't seen me on TV. Yeah. I do content pieces. I'm doing a stuff for um, Feast TV. I don't yes. know if you know that. Okay. I'm the featured cook on Feast, the only one, uh, which is part of Atmosphere, which is really interesting. Atmosphere TV was the guys started by the guys who did the chive. And Atmosphere, more people watch Atmosphere than watch ESPN and, and CNN combined. Oh, wow. And it's all, all in buildings. So that's an interesting but. I've turned on every single opportunity to be on barbecue TV now. First of all, it's all beat to to hell, I think. It's all before. But first of all, let me say this. If you do it and like it, great. I don't mean to to piss in your Cheerios. But if sort of bored with the format, it's the same. It's fake BS. It's it's contrived challenges. And personally, I wouldn't mind seeing a show where Four really good friends created really good food, but I'm an idiot. Nobody would watch that. Yeah, I yeah, but I I, I see where you're going with that. But yeah, that would that would be great. And, and then going back to the the old um, what you were saying with with um, the professor, the popper and the professor, the whole fly on the wall thing. You know that would be fantastic. You know, a bunch, bunch of the guys in a little corral with, with the trailers and the smokers going and just let the, oh, yeah. let it roll. That's pay-per-view right there. <laughs> well, the problem is we're, we're, um, we're the cayenne pepper of the recipe. You, you, you actually, you can't get it hot enough. Yeah. You can't see too much barbecue. The problem is the rest of the world really just wants to see somebody fail. Mm. <laughs> barbecue, that's a joke. But I mean, the conflict is more, and the conflict doesn't really show barbecue. All really is, yeah, for sure. Am I am I boring you there? No, no, no. I had I almost set the stage on fire. <laughs> See, I'm constantly lighting fires in one way, shape, or form. Um, exactly. But with, with the with the competitions. Um, you know, how much competing do you do these days? I know you were saying that you, you guys are losing a lot of competitions out there, but, you know, how, how do you pick and choose these days of what competitions you guys are going to cook? It was really interesting because I used to cook everything I could. But we used to, I mean, not, I'm not a curmudgeon, but we used to go to a lot more desirable places too. Like, on the water in Huntington Beach, Newport Beach, um, a, a beautiful uh, parks and stuff. And now, because of the size and scale, barbecue needs to have a contest. It really eliminates a lot of the charming places we used to be able to go to. 
you know, you talk about the king of the smoker. That was, I really made sure that was 10 by 20, but the guinea pigs I did, I, you can have as much, a biggest piece as you wanted, but the guys that were 10 by 20 were right next to turning. I had one guy that needed 75 feet. He was absolutely five minutes from turning. Yeah. You want a big rig? That's fine. You're going to be as far from turning as you can do that. But I wish they'd show the competition barbecue what it's really like. And maybe a little less contrived clowning because there's enough funny stuff anyway and enough good stuff. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. You know, but it was, like I said, I, I, I'm just a little, like I said, it is, it is truly an honor for me to, 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 to speak with you today. So I, I, I'm getting, I'm getting a little tired here from time to time, but you know, like you, your content, it, it's con, and and, and it's, it does still show your passion. You know that you you practice cooking once a week. You're filming content, th- you know, three times a week, doing the little side projects with Tuffy and and this. You're still running the business, you know. Um, well, not Ernie Ball. That's Brian. That's your son. Is taking care involved. of that. Yeah, Brian and Scott. There, my sons Brian and Scott are there. Um, so, yeah, but I'm still, look, I still participate. I'm still an owner, but I want to make sure, I don't want to steal any of their thunder. They're doing a great job. Yeah. And, um, you know, like you said, un- unfortunately, and like you said, it goes like this. And unfortunately, we're, we're, we're going to be right up against it. We got about a quick couple, just th- three or four minutes left. Can you please tell us real quick about your, your, um, your charitable organizations you're involved in. I know you have one that, that was based off, off of one of your sons, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, when my son Casey was two years old, um, he was diagnosed with malignant tumors on both kidneys, and um, it turned out to be worse. Um, he got eight operations by the time he was six. He died twice in my arms, and they brought him back. And uh, one of the eight operations was getting my right kidney uh, a week before he turned six years old. And I promised UCLA and the different people that I'd raise money for the rest of my life. And um, we've been fortunate enough. To, you know, I did a lot of, some of it through barbecue, some of it through golf, some of it through music. But the Casey LeBall Foundation, we endowed the chair of Boston Children's and we created a multidisciplinary disciplinary transplant center where the liver and kidney aren't competing for money. They're working together yeah. and collaborating. So uh, we've, we've donated uh, $14 million to children's hospitals in America. And uh, I wish we were the smallest or unfortunately the largest private pediatric kidney foundation. Oh, wow. And uh, Casey's, Casey's on his second kidney. Mine lasted 25 years, which beat the national average by 15 years. So I think there's a little karma there, but I still raise money and I still participate uh, primarily at UCLA in Boston Children's. Um, is, is there a website or something that if people want to go and donate or strictly through events? No, it, it sounds awful, but I had a website. I'm the type of guy that if you go to lunch with me, it's really hard to pick up the tab. I hate I, what I do is I create opportunities if people are interested to contribute. I don't want them to ever feel like, so I don't have that. Sounds irresponsible. But I had a golf tournament for 17 years 
that had Jack Nicholson, George Clooney, Joe Pesci, Andy Garcia, Wayne Gretzky, Neil Young. Eddie played the first, the first, uh, he was the band of the first party. And I did it by having no price and no invitation and no press, which seems like it should be a failure. But I had people write me a check for what's comfortable. Some people wrote me a check for $500. Some people wrote me a check for 200000 yeah, and I would underwrite all the expenses and putting it on. One year at the King of the Smoker, we raised a million three. Oh, beautiful, beautiful stuff, beautiful stuff. Well, Sterling, like I said, thank you so much for taking time to join me. Um, I wish we had a, some longer, so maybe we can set up a little something else down the road and continue to. Just, uh, just, I'd love to. Uh, I. I think it's great, and I'd love to do the show anytime you'll have me on. Oh, awesome, awesome. But like I said, it was a true honor speaking with you. Where can everybody find you social media-wise? Obviously, BigPapaSmokers.com. Yes, BigPapaSmokers.com, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, TikTok, YouTube. There's CookingWithBigPapa.com, which is really a more in-depth cooking site with more detailed recipes. Uh that's about it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, like I said, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. This was this was an honor. Great. Take the rest of the day off. Oh, I will. I will. Hang on one second. I'm just going to close this, and I'll jump right back in with you real quick. Unbelievable, Chrissy. Yeah. That was a dream come like true. Godfather of it's, 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 a, a, a legend. A, a, a legend. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, you know... So much, so much involved with Johnny you know. Starstruck. Well, hell, I've been playing guitar <laughs> on and off since I was a kid, and early Ernie Ball strings have always been my brand because yeah. of the the, the, the packaging. Yeah. It was in, in, on the wall. It was the bright colors. Okay, what are these, Ernie Ball? Okay, boom, and away we go. But you know, now that into into barbecue. I've been following this gentleman all my life. <laughs> so to get to speak with him, it was, it was fantastic. Awesome thank you show. again. Um, well, that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You have all the episodes right at your fingertips. Find all the social media links down below. Questions and comments, please send them to Pit Life BBQ Podcast at gmail.com and like always subscribe like rate and review hit that share button and until next week keep the smoke rolling the views and opinions expressed by the hosts guests or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the studio 21 podcast cafe the united podcast network its partners or affiliates